There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. As we open today's podcast on Tuesday, I do ask you to pray for my stepdad, Bill McEwen, if you would. I normally try not to be too personal with things on the podcast. Uh, but Bill has been a good stepdad to us, been a husband to my mom, and uh, his health is just failing, and uh, they are asking folks just to pray. He's unable to walk at this point, and my mom has some decisions she needs to make. So if you would, pray for Bill McEwen, pray for my mom, Laura McEwen. They're down in Searfoss, Maryland, just outside of Hagerstown, and would appreciate prayer for them. So we go into the podcast, I would like also to announce that we are in the Shippensburg Independent Baptist Church this week. That's in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. We'll be there tonight through Friday night still. And we certainly thank the Lord for the services we've had thus far. And we've been dealing with just the Word of God, been dealing with the power of the Word of God, been dealing with the mysteries of Scripture. And the Apostle Paul was committed to him as a steward of those mysteries. And we've looked at several mysteries, probably continue with that tonight with the Word of God and how we thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for Brother Wagner and the folks there at the church. And uh, certainly glad to see them pressing on. Founded that church, I believe, in 1978, about the time that my family moved up here. And uh, we moved into Maryland, actually. My dad got a job at Letterkenny Army Depot. And it's about the same time Brother Wagner and the folks there planted the church in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, what a joy it is to be with them. So we ask you to pray for those services. If you're in the area, we'd love for you to attend. And then uh, we leave out on Saturday. We'll be at the Black Creek Baptist Church in Black Creek, New York. Be there for the fall revival where the R.G. Rose and I will be preaching Sunday through Friday. And so over the next couple of weeks, we'll look for some guest preachers. Try to get Brother Rose and Brother Maury, maybe some others to do some podcasts. And how we thank the Lord for that. Thank the Lord for what he's doing in people's lives. As we hear the testimonies of folks getting born of God and the wonderful word of God is still working. The wonderful word of God has not diminished its power. And how we bless the name of the Lord. We're in Psalm 103. We left off yesterday and we spake of Jesus Christ. We spake of his work at the cross and his work as he bore in his body our iniquities and our diseases, our sicknesses. And all of those things were bore in his body, and they were nailed to the cross. And then his body was committed to the grave, but he resurrected from the grave victorious. Uh, he was the Holy One of God. Those things had no effect on him physically in his body because he was God in flesh. And so we see that according to the scripture in Psalm 103, verses 1 through 3. And then in verse 4, he says, "...who redeemeth thy life from destruction." who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. What a wonderful Savior he is, that he give us a loving kindness. I don't deserve kindness from him. I blasphemed his name and mocked his name and scoffed his name and cursed him and despised him and would not come unto him, but his loving kindness he drew me. 
Therefore, with loving kindness, he said, have I drawn thee? And oh, bless his holy name for that. Bless the Lord, oh, my soul. The psalmist said in this very psalm, bless his holy name. And then he drew with loving kindness and tender mercies. Oh, the tender mercies of the Lord, the tender mercies of Jesus Christ, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things. That's why the psalmist said, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. This is a psalm of David. David knew a little bit about tasting the Lord, knew a little bit about fellowship with the Lord. That covenant had been given unto him that of his seed, God would raise up his throne and God would seat his son on his throne. And we know that according to the scripture. So thy youth is renewed like the eagles. That is eternal life. That is life which is in Christ. As a dear brother of ours, a dear pastor, friend of ours, is with the Lord now. Uh, He said for many, many years, he said, cheer up, child of God. You're only going to live as long as God lives. Uh, This world is not everything. This world is not the end. Death is not the end for the saint of God. There is a life after death in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. When he revealed himself to Moses, he said, I am that I am. He revealed himself to Moses and let Moses know his ways. Then he gave Moses his ways in the scripture in law. The I am of law, the I am of the burning bush, the I am of going into Pharaoh and dealing with Pharaoh. But then he also made his acts known unto the children of Israel. What did he do? He brought all those plagues upon Egypt land. Then he delivered them from Egypt. Then he crossed them over the Red Sea. Then God kept them in the wilderness, yet they still fell in unbelief. They would not believe God. Yet God, in his mercy, made his ways known unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. And then verse 8 says, The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. What are the marks of a true Christian are these marks? And uh, my friend, if I had obtained this perfectly, I certainly wouldn't boast of it. I'd be almost ashamed to boast of something like this. And I'm not going to use false humility and tell you about how I just fail in every one of these areas. But the reality is I fail in every one of these areas. But the Lord is merciful. The Lord is gracious. He is slow to anger. He is plenteous in mercy. What a wonderful Savior he is. And my friend, it's the mercies of God that we've not been consumed. It's the very tender mercies of God that we've not been destroyed in this life. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. And oh, my friend, if there's a verse that we ought to think about and a verse that we ought to rejoice over. It's that very verse in verse 10. We could probably just sit here and just rejoice in the goodness of God and ask people to send in testimonies. And we could probably put a hundred testimonies out here on the podcast, how we could talk about how God did not deal with us according to our sins. And he's not rewarded us according to our iniquities. Our sins deserved hell. Our sins deserve the wrath of God. Our sins deserve the judgment of God. But he has not dealt with us after our sins. Oh, bless his holy name. That sin is a transgression of the law. And every time we transgress that law of God, we sin. 
And yet he had not dealt with us after our sins. He had not dealt with us according to those sins. And then I love the next part of that verse, nor reward us according to our iniquities. Our iniquities deserved a great reward from him. Our iniquities deserve the reward of eternal damnation, the reward of his wrath, the reward of all fury poured out upon us. That's what our iniquities deserve, that lawlessness, that refusal to submit to him, that refusal to put ourselves under the mighty hand of God. The fact that we would refuse to put ourselves under him and submit to him and love him and care about him and, and our thoughts be consumed by him. The fact that we would refuse that because of our ways, and because of our thinking and because of our direction in life that we're taking, not to mention the iniquity that's overthrown us because we do not want to submit to the law of God. We, we did not want to submit to a holy God. We wanted our way. We wanted our life. We wanted our sin and all oh, how our iniquities could have consumed us. But he hath not rewarded us according to our iniquities. No wonder the psalmist said, bless the Lord, all my soul and all that is within me. It is a bless the Lord psalm that God hath not rewarded me according to mine iniquities, what I deserved and what he could have given me and what he should have given me. Oh, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. And I believe we're still in the benefits as we're reading this very passage. I believe the benefits are that he's not rewarded us according to our iniquities. One of the great benefits of knowing Jesus Christ, for the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. He rewarded him for my iniquities. He rewarded him for my sins. He laid on the Lord Jesus Christ all of my iniquities that I deserve to be judged for, and yet he bore them in his body. What a wonderful Savior. What a holy God. What a blessed Savior, Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. What a wonderful name, the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that name above every name, that name which every knee shall bow, the Lord Jesus Christ. He's holy. He's just, he has salvation. And Jesus Christ himself spake through the prophet David, but he said, Thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Why is that? Because he knew that he'd be judged for my iniquities. He knew that he'd be damned for my iniquities, but he had faith to believe that they would not leave his soul in hell. His holy one would not see corruption. Verse 11, for as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. There is no fear of God before their eyes today. There is no fear of God amongst a nation today, but there is a remnant that fears God. And because the heavens are as high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. What a wonderful Savior. He goes on and says, as far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. And it's not a cliche. It's the reality. You go north and south, you'll come to a pole. You go north, come to the North Pole. You go south, you go to the South Pole. But if you go east and west, you just keep on going. There's no end to the east. There's no end to the west. It's continual. So it is with the Lord. That's how far he's removed our sins from us. They'll never be remembered. They're forgotten. They're gone. Our sins are gone. They're not under the blood. They've been washed by the blood. They're not buried in the sea of God's forgetfulness. They're gone. Thank God my sins are gone. And he said, like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Why does he show them mercy? Because he has pity upon them. Because he's a merciful God. He understands the frame of man. He understands the work of man. He understands that man is just flesh and God takes pity on him because he is just flesh. He says, for he knoweth our frame. He remembereth that we are dust. 
What are the benefits of God is that God remembers that we are dust. God remembers our frame. That's why he's merciful. That's why he's long-suffering. That's why he's gentle to us. That's why the kindness of God has been shown to us in this day, in this hour, and the long-suffering of God has been revealed to us because God shows us pity because he knows what we are. He knows our frailties. He knows our weaknesses. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it and is gone. And the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. A dear brother in Christ, many years ago, I'd mentioned about having children later in life. And I talked about how people uh, make mention of, oh, it's so awful to raise children in this world and how scary it is to raise children in this world. And, and I told this dear brother, I said, brother, I don't think it's any worse today raising children than it was in the 1920s. Different hardships, different wickedness, different sin. I believe it's just as hard today to raise children as it was in the 1920s. I believe it was the 19 or in the 1400s. It was just as hard to raise children as it is today. I believe that as much as I'm sitting in this place. And that dear brother leaned over to me and he said, my brother, he said, you don't have to raise hellions in this world. There's a God in heaven that gives you instruction for raising these children. And that mercy can be extended to those children. That mercy can be extended to those children's children. Why? Because we fear God. Verse 18, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. And then he says, bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. So then the psalmist tells us it's not just on this earth. He is Lord of the heavens. He is Lord where his throne has been established. He is Lord over the angels. He's a Lord over the host of heaven. He is Lord over the dominion that he hath. He is Lord over all. And they will bless the Lord. They will bless him in song. They will bless him with harp. They'll bless him with timbrel. They'll bless him with the dulcimer. They'll bless him, I believe, with the high-sounding cymbal. Why? Because they bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, and all that is within me. The host of heaven will bless his name. The shepherds saw that out in the field one day as they blessed the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, many men in the word of God had the angel of the Lord appear unto them and bless the name of the Lord. The host of heaven blessed the name of the Lord. The dominion of the Lord blesses his holy name. How much more ought you and I to bless his holy name? If we'll remember all the works that he's done, it'll be a whole lot easier to bless his name. If we'll remember that he has not rewarded us according to our iniquity, how easy it would be to bless his name. How wonderful it would be to bless his name. Bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all oh, my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I pray you'd remember the Lord today. I pray that you just tell somebody how good God's been, that you would just tell someone that you didn't get what you deserved, but God was merciful and God was long-suffering, and remind them that he'll be long-suffering to them. Remind them that he'll be merciful to them. If they'll fear him, his mercy will be unto their generations. Have a great day in the Lord. Pray for us and services tonight. Shippensburg Independent Baptist Church in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Thank you. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord as he cries for forgiveness.
and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing.